Hello, hello, this is Strategic Change Guide Podcast, and it's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. Today we have a very interesting sp- subject. We are talking about self-esteem and how you can spot it and what you can do. You know, there are extremes. We can either be too soft on ourselves or too hard on ourselves. And we can, I mean, none of the extremes are good or effective because either you're looking for excuses and uh, victimizing yourself to bounce back from year to year, rolling in all the same things, saying, I couldn't do this because, or to harden ourselves when you don't have to. And it's all about self-esteem. Yes, it absolutely, it really is. It's so, you know, I know we talk about this often, but it really is easy for us to spot the flaws or the uh, in in ourselves, and we take the simple uh, manifestations in other people, what we consider to be the good habits, and we magnify those. So we magnify what other people are doing, and then we find so little. When it comes to us, oh, heck, that doesn't really mean very much. I happened to read the New York Times this morning, and it was about a, a very successful uh, lawyer in New York. He had achieved such a claim around the world, and people respected him once. But they talked about where one of some of the things that he's that his actions are as he's growing older, more mature now. And his ex-wife in the article in the New York Times said that it's strange how much he really needs over the years to have people to pat him on the back and remind him what a good job he used to do. Now think about that for just a moment. Uh, you can spot your low, low self-esteem by doing one of these tests. If you have a Facebook account, LinkedIn, or a Twitter account, how often do you check it in the course of a day to see if you had any likes from something you recently posted? And if those likes came from the right person, how much do they elevate your sense of well-being? If you don't get very many likes, or if no one likes it at all, or you get less likes than someone who you felt were your equal or better than you, how did you feel then? Well, that's a good example, a good way for you to test now about your self-esteem. Because a lot of, many times, as this, uh, this person spoke in the article about her, her former husband, was that we have on the, on the outside this wonderful, grandiose appearance of a nice car, a nice home, and we don't, and we don't really feel that way on the inside. So poor self-esteem is subtle, and most of it don't generally interrupt our morning coffee to tell how much that tell ourselves actually how much we actually really suck. We don't often notice it in ourselves, but we're so quick to notice it in other people. So one of the unhealthy self opinions manifests in us in really sneaky ways. Uh, it can be depression, anxiety, body image issues. At times, the symptoms are overt, and at others, you would have no idea that a successful person is fighting a life and a death battle with their demons. I mean, look at the famed author, Ernest Hemingway, uh, the fantastic books that he wrote that meant a great deal to people around the world for generations. And yet he was, he was tormented by his, by his inner demons. And look at the, the famous uh, author or quote master, uh, Emerson, Ralph Waldo Emerson. You never imagine... When you, when you can't go to a quote anywhere looking for quotes of how to live an ideal life to, that you, you can hardly ever not find his. And yet there he was, tormented by his wife's untimely death 
and about his own lack of self-confidence in himself that lived with him almost his entire life. Reading his quotes in some of his books, you'll feel that he was elevated to a, a remarkable terms, but yet he always fought. And almost all of us have these inner demons in us that cause us to feel like an imposter or feel like we're less than. Another one is, another one is perfectionism. It's, it's, we think that it's uh, synonymous with having high standards, that I, I'm a, a perfectionist and I'm just trying to bring everybody up to this great standard. But actually, it stems from wanting the approval of other people. Now think about that for again. So perfectionism isn't what it sounds like. It's a negative action. All right? And it's, it tells about something about us psychologically. And the, fail, the fatal failing of this strategy is that in striving to be flawless, you'll always fall short. So in the back of our minds, we know we're never going to be perfect. So we counter this by trying to trick ourselves into saying that I could be a perfectionist. I'm always going this way, so I want everybody else to do this. And it makes me upset because other people don't do this. Well, no. You already know you're going to fail, that you're not a perfectionist, but you keep telling yourself that you're going to do this, knowing that you're going to fail. So what are you doing? You're setting yourself up for failure. So don't do this to yourself. Because you mean a lot. You can achieve a lot because you're already a complete person, the great person. And you can make so much different in the, difference in the world just when you stop following that sequence when you need approval or attention. But you can switch to making difference, to making good to the world. That's how you can do it. And look at the signs that Jim just mentioned to you. Those are the signals that you need to work harder on yourself, need to work deeper on yourself, understand yourself better, and change your habits. That's it. Low self-esteem is not, diag not a diagnosis. It's not something that will end you in there. It's just something that you can easily fix. That's why we are here every Monday giving you these tips. Here for you, prepare for the new year, prepare for the new you, and start from self-esteem evaluation.